Hey everybody, this is Curtis from the podcast letting you know that we're sponsored by Twitch. Twitch is a community where people can watch a cat play a piano or you can watch somebody play a video game. That's a regular thing too. There's a lot of amazing content on Twitch and you can find content creators that fit what you like to watch. And if you don't quite find what you're looking for, start streaming it yourself. We hope that you're going to love the world of Twitch because it's such an inviting world with tons to offer and there's really no limit to what the imagination brings. Check out Twitch today. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Three Angry Gamers podcast. And uh, there's exactly three of us this week. No Lucas. He's uh, out with a bruised butt. <laughs> That's <laughs> not a joke. Um, with me, as always, is uh, Jamie Dennis. How are you two doing? Doing good. Pretty nice. good. Nice. Yeah, just uh, playing games, I'm guessing, you know, trying to beat the heat. Yep. Yeah. Pretty yeah, much. Time. <laughs> games. Yeah. I don't know why, like, this last two weeks I had more time to play games than I usually do. So, it's kind of weird, but not complaining at all. It's a good thing. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, the, the good thing started off with this week, the good news, we got our PlayStation Plus for August, and it's Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 Remastered and Fall Guys. And, uh, well, Fall Guys... Fall Guys Ultimate Knockout is the full name of it, but it's uh, Call of Duty you obviously know, although do make note, it is just the campaign, so it's not the um, side missions that were in Modern Warfare 2, and it's not the multiplayer, it's literally just the campaign. Uh, But also to uh, Fall Guys Ultimate Knockout is sort of like a Mario Party-esque game. It's probably the best way to describe it. But with like a ton of people. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. It, it's like, yeah, like 50, 60 ish characters. And like you all like ever you get eliminated from each round until there's like only like a handful left. So, yeah. And, but it's very Mario Party esque, like different mini games. Mario Party Battle Royale. <laughs> that's yeah, that's honestly like probably the best way to describe it, because, yeah, it is pretty much like a Mario Party Battle Royale. Um, yeah. well, I'll kind of touch on it a bit more in the, what we're playing slash reviews, but like, I'm, I honestly think that it's probably one of the better PlayStation plus games that we've had in them quite some time. Like for sure. Just plus really odd. Yeah. Cause it, I'm looking at it and it like, it says it was released the fourth of this it, month and it's it already literally... a PlayStation plus game. Well, it yes. was like a PlayStation Plus like debut, basically. So, like, interesting. They they they've done this before. Like, I think Rocket League was probably yep. the biggest other one from that. Where like, oh, really? Rocket yeah. League came out as like a debut on PlayStation Plus. That's why so many people played Rocket League when it came out because like it was a PlayStation Plus, basically. So, 
Yeah, okay. I know this stream. This game had gotten like a huge push from like Twitch streamers. So like, I'm yeah. guessing that this is another marketing thing. They're just like, get it in for uh, PS Plus and get as many people to have it as possible because they got a lot of little uh, cosmetic microtransactions that they think people will pay for, which I'm sure they are. <laughs> well, the funny thing is, is like it's doing well on like steam and other platforms that it's selling on because i think mm-hmm. people are streaming it and it's just a fun game like it's kind of just fun to play with others and just it's very low stakes like you can play for like maybe like 10 20 30 minutes however much you want and like it's yeah. not like you're committing or committing to like some raid or something like that it's just very like low-key and kind of just fun so mm-hmm. um yeah yeah it, definitely a good fun. pick up and play couple couple matches kind of thing yeah sure so definitely if you haven't picked it up already it's yeah free for playstation plus users throughout august and uh yeah i mean the call of duty modern warfare 2 remastered campaign like eh, that's fine uh it was kind of funny because i was playing through it and it was like are you okay with the controversial content in this game and i'm like yeah it's fine like i don't really forgot care. they had that it, like there was like a question in the original campaign it was like do you want to see the the, the, the mission that everyone's all upset about? It's yeah. Like, yes, I, of course I do. Why wouldn't I want to see that? Well, it's funny because I was like, yeah. And it's like, are you sure? I'm like, yeah. Yeah. I'm absolutely <laughs> sure. Just fucking let me play it. Let me <laughs> mow down some innocent civilians, please. Right. <laughs> I do it in GGA all the time, trust me. Um, so, anyways, yeah. Uh, both relatively solid picks. If not, Fall Guys is probably the one that more pe- most people are going to enjoy. So. Um, Spider-Man is coming to the Avengers as an exclusive free DLC character for PlayStation 4 and PlayStation 5 owners. Um, Hawkeye is coming to all players. Uh, there are some other exclusive Sony stuff like community challenges and other cosmetic items. So, yeah, this, uh, more so the Spider-Man thing got a lot of people up in arms this week about, uh, him being exclusive for Sony players, but... Mm. I guess we were talking a little bit about this before we were recording, but, like, I don't think this is that uncommon. Like, this has happened before where, like, you know, characters and other things and skins and whatnot are exclusive to one platform or another. Like, it's just sort of how the business of video games works. So it's not that surprising that they would do something like this. Yeah, I mean, that stuff's mm-hmm. been going on for, for years. I wonder if, like, the outrage is more that just Sony is the only one getting an exclusive. Like, there isn't an exclusive character for Xbox or PC, so maybe that's why people are like, ooh, Spider-Man for Sony, and we get nothing. Yeah. I I also wonder, too, like, how much of an actual exclusive it is, because nowadays yeah. it seems like almost everything is a timed exclusive. Like, I remember when crash bandicoot the insane trilogy came out on playstation 4 and i was like oh this is great but people were like i want it on xbox i want it on pc and all this other stuff and switch and like everyone was like well it's a you know crash bandicoot is a sony franchise you know associated with the mm-hmm. playstation one and eventually it came out to the other platform so i you know mm-hmm. nothing is exclusive forever i would imagine that this spider-man dlc probably will come to players on other platforms eventually um that that's something that like you know i think they should probably just come out and say like yeah it's just a time exclusive if it is um because that would obviously ease a lot of people's concerns uh about the game but yeah so you know hawkeye is also kind of 
fun. It looks like he's pulling his like look and everything is being pulled from the Matt Fraction run, which is a relatively recent run. So, uh, but it's relatively popular. So I think that'll do okay. Nice. Also, called those people who are like, "Where's Hawkeye in this game?" So, <laughs> uh, keeping on the superhero front, Rocksteady announces a new Suicide Squad game. Uh, Finally, this, yes. <laughs> After all the rumors and everything, we finally have something official about what Rocksteady is working on. Um, and it was interesting, too, because the poster they released showed the Suicide Squad logo as, like, a, uh, like, reticle, and it yep. was uh, aimed down on Superman, so... Yeah. There was those rumors of Suicide Squad taking down the Justice League, and I think that could lead credence to what this is, because... Definitely right. looks like that would be the case. Which, if that's like the case and it's like an injustice kind of situation, you have to take down the Justice League, that could be kind of cool. So Yeah. I, I can't imagine any other reason to bother showing Superman, like, if it wasn't like he was a target, you know? Like, it just feels like that poster is very much telling you that that's what the game's going to be. Yeah. <laughs> but. Yeah. So. No, it's, uh, we will find out more at the DC Fandom event, which is August 22nd, but. I mean, Rocksteady makes good games. I, I'm on board with this. Um, yeah. Mm -hmm. Plus the Suicide Squad. I'm kind of curious if this will be co-op because Suicide Squad, obviously, like a group of characters. I, you know, unlike Batman, where he was like the solitary character, you could have a co-op game tied to this. So that's what I'm kind of wondering about. Like, can I play as like King Shark and somebody else can play as Deadshot or play as Harley Quinn or something like that? Like. That's kind of what I'm curious about is how is this game going to work in terms of like the group dynamic or if they're going to keep it single player, maybe you can just alternate between different characters. Yeah, I'm trying like so. So the last Batman had a little bit of that, right? Like you could flip between characters at certain points. Yeah. Was that, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I think it was so. Arkham City. There was like a few like Robins that you could play as and stuff like that. Yeah. But. I don't think it was in-game. I think it was, like, these set missions that were sort of like, oh, this is where you play as Red Robin or something like that. Yeah, so. I think you're right. So. But I, I kind of wish there was more than that. Like, I, I would like for... A, I honestly would, wouldn't mind, like, a sort of Arkham-style game, but with co-op, like, where you're there's, like, two people taking on enemies. Like, that could be kind of fun, so. Sure. We'll see what happens. But, uh, yeah. Moving away from superhero stuff, uh, Doom Eternal campaign expansion got announced. It's the Ancient Gods Part One. So, this is I a... want to know more. I know. <laughs> I had forgotten that they were going to have DLC in that game because it's been so long since it came out that I had checked on it, and uh, I, I bought like the deluxe edition that came with both the DLCs included, and I forgot there were thing. Yeah. So I'm I'm stoked now because mm. I already have it. <laughs> I totally forgot that this game like had DLC coming. Like it's been sitting on yeah. my shelf, and I had fun with it, but I was kind of moving on to other stuff. And then they were like, "Hey, by the way, there's a expansion." I'm like, "Oh yeah, shit, okay." So I forgot I what edition I bought. <laughs> no, I have to check. I think I pre-ordered this game though, actually. So I wonder yeah. if that has the DLCs. I think if you didn't get, like pre-order the deluxe edition with the DLCs included, you can always get like a season. I think there's a season pass for it that includes both yeah. of them. So. Yeah, I think that sounds right. Yeah, because I think I just got the regular edition, but I also pre-order... Uh, I got the um, 
separately the season pass that includes both the DLCs. So, anyways, uh, there was a hmm. state of play for Sony, but it was very boring. There wasn't much announced. It was kind of uh, mediocre. Yeah, it was. I mean, to be fair, they kind of said no PlayStation Five, no anything exciting. This was basically just third-party games coming to PlayStation Four, and that was exactly it. So they announced, or I guess there was some PlayStation Five stuff that was shown, but it was more indie stuff. Like it wasn't anything big. I think like there was a Braid remastered announced, and that was. Like they were showing off, like, like oh, for every pixel in the original, there's nine now, and I'm like, oh, okay. Like, I mean, it looks better, but uh, yeah, I don't know. Like, I can't get too excited about it. It still looks like you know, pixely painted thing. So, <laughs> also too like, Wait, this is that time reversing game. Yeah, yeah, yeah okay. Also, Great. like, <laughs> if you got if you played that game already and like you know the twist, like, would it be even fun to play again, like. I don't think so. Yeah, I don't know. It's been, let's see, what is it, 10 years? Yeah. 12 years, 15 years, something like that. I can't remember when that game came out. But yeah, it, it's been long enough if I, if I replayed it. I know what the twist is, but I wouldn't remember how to figure all the levels out replaying no. it. No. So. so. Yeah, yeah. But it's a, it's a fun game. I think playing through with like the commentary and stuff that they were showing seems like it could be kind of cool if you were a big fan of that game. But yeah, other than that, yeah. Yeah, they showed off some other stuff. Like they showed off the new Crash Bandicoot game, Crash Four, that's coming out and stuff like I'm that. I'm excited so. for that. Yeah, it's sometimes I just need a dumb platformer game, and, and that seems like it'll be one of those kind of things. So I think they're also like trying to keep some attention on PlayStation for, you know, while the transition to PS5 happens. So it's like, <laughs> hey, here's some stuff you can play while you wait for your PlayStation Five kind of stuff. So. Um, yeah, nothing really too exciting, though, aside from those few things. But uh, Take-Two, uh, the publisher behind GTA, has stated that additional content exclusive to new consoles and PC will be coming to GTA Five in 2021. So, we don't know oh, what that is. That Sorry? I still have to play that game. <laughs> oh, it's, it's fun. I, um, if you play it on PC, you, there's a ton of mods that you can install that are just bonkers like there's one where you can play it's like iron man or the hulk and stuff like that like it just gets really weird with a lot of the um <laughs> the mods on there but uh, yeah the exclusive content is kind of interesting i i wonder it i i kind of doubt it would be like a story content at this point although i would love that i kind of feel like it's got to be like online content probably since that's what yeah. they've been doing for so long but Part of me yeah. is like, maybe you do like a story DLC finally? Because they did say they were working on it. And then it kind of just stopped and it all became like the online content, which I don't know. Maybe some people enjoy, but I, I was like, you know what? I kind of wanted some story stuff. I wanted to know what happens to those three characters after the end of the game. So, or some other character. So, uh, and I guess like if it is single player, it could tie it into GTA 6 and maybe tease that a little bit too. Right. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Um, Sony confirmed that the DualShock 4 controller will be compatible with supported PlayStation 4 games on PlayStation 5, but you won't be able to use it on new PlayStation 5 games or on some other PS4 right. games. So, I don't know. Yeah, it's a weird 
like I get it for the PS5 stuff. I mean, like they have new features that they want to put in the controller that they can't support on on the DualShock 4. That makes sense. Uh, but I mean, it feels like some of those games don't need that. Like, does does the haptic feedback gonna like make that big a difference on some games? Probably not. Uh, <laughs> so yeah. It seems kind of Hmm. Yeah, it, it it felt weird. Um, it, it it's kind of like I don't know. It, to me, it's kind of like I guess in my mind, I'm like, well, I'm gonna have the PS5. I'm gonna have the, that controller. So, like, will I even need my DualShock 4 anymore? So I'm kind of like, uh, is it even right. gonna be an issue? But I guess for some people, like, yeah, you could always use your PlayStation 4 controller as like a second controller or something like that. So. Oh. Yeah, I mean, unless there's, mm-hmm. like, some reason where, like, you can't use a PS5 controller to play some PS4 games properly, that would be shitty. Uh, but if that was the case, then I guess that'd be the only reason to keep your PS4 controllers. Other yeah. Other than that, I can't imagine why you would bother. Like, right. <laughs> I'm, I'm thinking of keeping my PlayStation 4 controllers, if anything, just to, like, use it on PC. <laughs> probably, mm-hmm. probably about it. Um, yeah. Uh... Alright. Uh, Halo the Master Chief Collection will get crossplay between Xbox One and PC, a custom game browser, mouse and keyboard support on Xbox One, and more before the end of 2020. So, I I just like that the Master Chief Collection is the gift that keeps on giving. It just never ends. Mm-hmm. Like they keep I wonder if they'll ever put uh, Halo 5 on that thing. I still can't play Halo 5 on PC. I mean, it's the Master mm. Chief Collection, so... Like, uh, yeah. I just wonder if they would do it for free or do it as like a paid DLC. Yeah, I mean, why why give it away if they could charge for it? I, I can't imagine they would do that, but I mean, you never know. Maybe they would. Yeah, yeah. Like part, like I guess it depends. But yeah, I would like them to maybe flesh it out a little bit more. Um, even like, uh, well, I guess Halo Wars might be a little harder, but like, you know, put Halo Wars on there. Sure, why not? Um. So, I don't know. It's, uh, again, I like the Master Chief Collection. I think they're doing some good stuff on there. So, I think yeah. uh, if you like playing those games, then you'll get more stuff to hopefully play. And, yeah, playing on playing with other people on uh, Xbox One, that would be kind of nice to do, too. So, if yeah. I feel like the people on Xbox One are probably at a disadvantage if you're playing with a mouse and keyboard. But we'll, we'll, we'll see, I guess. Um, mm-hmm. On the Halo train, Halo Infinite's confirmed to have free-to-play 120 FPS uh, multiplayer mode available. Uh, kind of interesting that like it's a AAA game, but it's also going to have free-to-play multiplayer. So yeah, that kind of scares me. I feel like it's not going to be. I don't know. Just the the free-to-play aspect just makes me feel like. It's not gonna be as great as it could be if it wasn't free to play. Yeah. Um, what about you guys? I imagine it's probably just gonna be a mode within the yeah. multiplayer. Like I can't imagine the entire um, Halo multiplayer experience is gonna be free to play. Kind of like how Call of Duty has like you have Warzone okay. free, but the rest of the multiplayer stuff is still technically a separate thing you gotta pay for. Yeah, that's possible. Yeah, I okay. think that's a good. That good makes bet. more sense to me then. Like honestly, like given how the gaming sphere is nowadays, it probably would be a uh, battle royale. 
type mm-hmm. mode. Mm-hmm. And, you know, maybe your other, like, modes are just still kept separate. So, I don't know. That would be that would be ideal for me. Like, if I can still play Halo, like, you know, with people in a paid environment, sure. Or even, hell, like, maybe... I mean, if they are going to go the route of this is going to be, like, yeah, the free-to-play is it, maybe give the people who buy the game, like, some sort of, like, access to other stuff. Like, maybe some mm-hmm. items that the other people don't get. Something like that, which may kind yeah, of come across as a little douchey, but it's also, like, well, if you're going to do... If I'm paying for this game, but also there's a free-to-play multiplayer game, like, what do I get out of it that, like, these other people aren't getting? So, anyways. It'll be a battle pass. You get free battle pass access or something. Yeah. (laughs) You'll get, like, some, like, one free cosmetic item or something like that. That'll be it. (laughs) Wouldn't that just be depressing? Okay. Well, let's get on to what we've been playing slash reviews. Um, Dennis, why don't you start us off this week? What have you been playing? I actually haven't been playing a whole lot of, like, games where I'm sitting down and focused on the game because mm. I've been watching a lot of TV. And, again, with the great laptop, <laughs> I'm just, like, kind of gaming while I'm watching TV. So I wanted to pick, like, another turn-based game. Because I remember I was talking about earthlock last time which is you know kind of like the jrpg style party management um turn-based action rpg so i i didn't like that as much because it felt like it was you know made by a student but this one that i started playing which is called battle chasers um night wars i think and this one is basically the same type of game very same genre same idea but it's just like infinitely better in like all the aspects so this one actually i've been having a lot more fun with it basically um it kind of like you can play through it but it's it's got like a few different i guess modes not quite modes but you have this overarching world map and you kind of have your characters walk along paths and there's like nodes on the paths where you can have like monsters that you encounter or treasures you can find um so it's not like an open world but it is like a path world think like mario world right so then within those um you're following the storyline and there's like a couple of main characters i think at the very end you can use up to three people in your party for combat but you have access to six of them and they all kind of have their interesting uh um combat abilities and some of them are like more meant for certain roles like being a tank and the others are more like damage based or healers um but you're all kind of part of this group you don't really know why there there is a story and it is kind of pretty interesting because the cutscenes are sort of like comic book style Mm. and it kind of gives you a background a little bit about like how they got here at least but you basically like fall out of an airship and you drop onto this like big island and you find out there's something going on here and you're kind of investigating and trying to figure out um you know who the bad guy is um and so that's like the overarching story and i i've not really done probably i'm only probably halfway through this story but the story again is kind of like mediocre it's it's not bad like there's not a whole lot of voice acting except in those cutscenes. everything else is like text boxes um but the 
I think where it really shines is that combat where you have a 3v3 uh, at a time at least. So you control three party members at a time. You you know, there's like kind of it's like kind of Pokemon-ish. There's like a speed or they call it haste. And that determines the turn order. And then you have abilities that takes longer or maybe is instant. And then you fight your enemies and the enemies, you know, have the same thing. Um, and there's a great variety of enemies that I've encountered so far. Um, the art style is really nice and the animations are super fluid. So it really feels nice to watch the animation of the uh, battle take place, even though it is turn-based. It, it really still helps with immersion. and Because generally when I play turn-based games, I kind of get bored because you just wait for the animation to pass. But these guys made really good like animation for the... Um, characters especially when you do these like ultimate attacks called burst attacks um so each character has their own like their own you know burst attack uh, at least like three of them i think depending on like uh this bar that you fill up throughout the combat um and once you fill up to a certain stage you can use a certain burst attack and that'll either like you know be like a really large group heal and cleanse or like a really high you know, single target DPS uh, attack. But, I mean, at the end of the day, it's it's really a, just a solid turn-based party um, RPG, I guess. I don't really know what you call this. I guess it's just JRPG. Um, so I've been having a lot of fun with it. It's nice to not be able to focus on the game when you play it. It's Oh, I also forgot to mention, um, besides the big open world and having encounters um, along this map, uh, there's also areas called exploration areas where you actually, um, it's kind of like in between. So when you're in the turn-based, it's very much like zoomed in and you don't move your camera. You just watch them go back and forth attacking each other. And then in the big, uh, the world map, you're following the paths. And then these exploration areas are areas that you can encounter in the world. Uh, and once you get there, then it becomes like an isometric third-person game where you actually can explore the area, move your party members, and and there's also like dungeons that are kind of the same thing where you explore the actual area. You can find loot in like, you know, certain hidden areas. There's like uh, puzzles that you need to solve. For example, oh, you need to like open a gate somewhere, but you have to find the switch in other places. Um, there are abilities that your characters have that work in the dungeon. So there are certain things that you can do. For example, if there's traps, uh, some of your characters can avoid traps in the dungeon and they'll have an ability for that. So it's another aspect of the game that they kind of tacked on, which I thought was really nice. Um, you can also like deal, you know, deal with like enemies in various manners instead of just walking up to them and it starts off a battle. You can also like use your abilities to stun them first before starting the battle, and then you'll have an advantage or other things like that, maybe ignite them before you start the battle but it's it's actually like it looks like a really simple game and i thought it was at first but it's actually got a whole lot of depth i mean there's even like fishing in the game which i don't even want to talk about that much because i haven't done much of it but i i you can like buy better lures and better fishing rods to fish and then i think if you catch better fish there's like that you know actual like trying to get the biggest fish aspect but i think it actually also gives you some loot that you can use in the game i haven't done it enough to know um there's like a lot of like silly puzzles and secrets around the world as well um there's like an arena that you can just go in to do basically like 
um, rounds and rounds of battles until like you drop. So it's got a lot going for it. This game, it's actually a lot better than I thought it would be. So I've been uh, enjoying it a lot. I think I definitely would recommend this, even though I'm not a huge fan of JRPGs. It's just a nice game to play when I don't have to like stare at and focus on it. So I've been um, I've been playing a lot of this, and I probably will still because i actually do feel like finishing this game at least to see what the uh story resolves to so yeah i'm, I'm giving this like a seven out of ten it's pretty solid nice it's not like a game of the year or anything but it's it's quite good for what it is i'm pretty sure it's not a super expensive game either so if you like jrpgs this definitely give check this one out i know it's a lot it's on like a lot of my friends wish lists too so i think it's got some notoriety but yeah i definitely was like i definitely was thinking about picking it up at some point because it looked really neat like the the art style uh grabbed mm-hmm. me and i thought it looked like a fun uh fun turn-based uh, rpg so i might check it out yeah, yeah the art style is very much kind of like cell shaded um but not quite but yeah no that's definitely one of the big selling points for it for me, I, I really like looking at the art. That's why it doesn't get so boring watching the animations play over and over again because they're just right. really well done. Nice. Um, so that's that. Uh, and then the other games that I've been playing aren't really new. I kind of got nostalgia and wanted to play Battlefield 4 again, so I reinstalled it. And it's so fun. Oh my gosh, I keep forgetting how great like the older Battlefield games are. Actually, I don't know if the new ones are just as great because I haven't given them try but battlefield 4 is still holds up still great still looks really good um there's no official service it's all like uh th- not dedicated i mean they're like rented servers by people i think so they can have like custom modes turned on and things like that but it's really good because like because it's not such a recent game and um and it still has like a l- pretty high player count like you can see at least like four to five full servers with like 64 players about um still going on at a time when i join um but the good thing is like there's no more hackers right because the the game is not as popular anymore so all the hackers aren't in the game anymore so it really just feels like a solid shooter again (laughs) i remember i had to stop playing because of the hackers at one point yeah i I know it got really bad there for a while with hackers yeah a little bit disappointing, yeah. but yeah. At least now no, good, they, they've moved on to other stuff. They're probably like hacking Fortnite <laughs> or whatever, you know? Like Exactly. Yeah. yeah, so I was really happy to be able to play it again um, and on PC. So I, <laughs> I wanted to play a first-person shooter, and I think nothing just like fits that groove for me like Battlefield does. So I, I'll probably be going back to this like constantly <laughs> every now and then. Yeah. Um, so yeah, Battlefield 4, great game. I... I've actually, now that I think about it, I don't know if I've actually played the campaign. Oh, no, I have. I have played the campaign of Battlefield 4, but I've never played the Battlefield 5 campaign, which is... Um, oh, wait, maybe I haven't. Shoot, actually, I might need to check out the campaign. I don't know if I've played any of the campaigns for 4 or 5. Um, but yeah, uh, what else have I been playing? Oh, yeah, I've been also kind of playing some Slay the Spire. It's that, like, roguelike deck-building game um, where you kind of go... Th- down paths through i guess well up the spire um and i think it's pretty popular so i won't talk too much about it because 
Mm. I just I'm really bad at the game too. Um, but it's still fun, you know. I I think there's like four characters that at least that I have access to now, and I finally decided to try one of the new ones, and it's like this um, robot, I guess, and you have like orbs that you can uh, summon, and they kind of they're usually like they give you some sort of like advantage at the end of your turn so like you can have like lightning orbs that deal three damage to a random enemy at the end of your turn or like um some ice orbs i think is one but it's it's a really cool like new character because it basically changes the entire play style of the game um it's got really neat mechanics and i think it's the third character that i've tried because the other two are a bit more straightforward just straight up either you know you get cards that attack or defend or some kind of other fancy thing and you just try to attack until the opponent is dead but this guy is it's a lot different because at least the strategy that i wanted to go for which is like okay well if i have these orbs that basically deal damage at the end of the turn then i don't want to like use up my energies on my turn to attack i'll just let the orb do most of the attack so i've been like trying to build a deck where i'm focusing on getting block so i can shield up and not take damage and also just sort of make the orbs more powerful so then they at the end of turn do the attacking for me and it's been working out pretty well but again i'm still pretty bad at this game i haven't really gone past like the second level with like any character so i really need to play more (laughs) yeah but yeah that's awesome i've been fit it's fun that's all that's all i've been playing nice uh i guess i can go next uh, I've played one game for review, and it's called Other Side. So, Other Side is uh, sort of very similar to like Gears Tactics or XCOM, where it's like a tactical game. Uh, unlike those games, though, it's a little bit more horror slanted. So, a lot more like demons and blood and gore and other stuff like that. And it's actually a whole lot of fun i do think if you like these games you'll you'll easily find a lot to like about other side the one thing that i do kind of like about it is that compared to other tactical rpgs it does have a little bit more of sort of like a cinematic quality to it so your abilities and the things that you do throughout the game definitely sort of give this like very cinematic kind of flourish to things that keep the keeps the game like pretty exciting like as i was playing through it like solid enough game like everything there that's included is like very well polished and well made but just those flourishes just always made like stood out to me it's just been like wow that's actually really cool so um yeah i i don't want to spoil too much about the story i have finished it but it's something that i would definitely recommend playing through and you know trying for yourself if especially if you're a fan of tactical rpgs um yeah i'm gonna give this like a really solid 9 out of 10 i actually really enjoyed this um it's out on most of the major consoles as well as pc uh i did play it on uh, my ps4 pro but uh definitely would recommend checking it out uh, if you're into tactical rpgs sweet um, yeah that's uh, the game other that's side with black and white art style yes yeah, yeah. with like red yeah that looked really interesting to me um definitely was i saw it on steam and i was like i wonder if i should check this out so i might have to give it a try too the only reason i'm giving it a 9 out of 10 and it's kind of partially on me is i think Mm -hmm. i'd rather play it on pc i have it on ps4 that was the the copy i was sent i think we probably would play better on a 
on a PC to be up for frame. Is it just the selection of units and stuff like that would just be easier with mouse and keyboard, or is it... Yeah, uh, like, and it's not like it's impossible or hard to do, it's just I feel like it would be a lot more intuitive on PC. Like, if it was a P on PC, I think it would be a lot more enjoyable of an experience. But gotcha. I, I still really like it, and again, it, it's kind of, like, it's nice to see sort of horror elements blended into a tactical RPG, because that's something you see very often. Um... But yeah, a lot, lot of fun. Uh, I finished through yeah, it. Yeah, this looks so unique. Yeah, it was. Um, it kind of took me by surprise too, because like I, I was really sort of like, eh, I'll, I'll play this, and you know, I'll, I'll see what it's like. But um, I was playing through, it. especially like I said, like a lot of like the combat kind of like the cinematic quality to it. It really just kind of ramps up the production value of it quite a bit. So um, definitely would recommend other side. Uh, Hearthstone has its new expansion out, the Skullamance uh, Academy. Uh, Skullamance Academy uh, basically focuses a lot more on spells and how spells interact with um, your minions. So you put a minion on the board with spell burst, and then when you cast a spell, it triggers some kind of effect. So, for instance, uh, there's one spell burst effect where it gives a minion plus one attack and taunt when you cast a spell so it kind of acts kind of like a battle cry but instead of a battle cry where it just gets played automatically it's a little bit delayed and will play only when you um trigger a spell uh there's been a lot of really interesting decks to come from this my personal favorite is big beast druid which there's a card that's 10 and 10 or 10 cost, uh, and what it does is it gives all of your minions in your deck, your hand, and on the board, plus four, plus four. Uh, wow. And it's an expensive card, but there are also cards. There's a card that you can play that is a legendary minion where your third, your third spell is free. So what you do is you cast a zero-cost mana card. That's your first one. You cost another zero or one-cost mana card. That's your second. Then your third one is free. You go for that 10 mana cost card that now costs zero and you instantly get like plus four plus four minions on the board and it's, it's insane like i've been actually like having like some really fun matches playing that so that's the one sort of deck i've been playing the most and the one i've been enjoying i and i need to play around a little bit more with uh some like the highlander control priest decks and stuff like that but uh yeah i've been really enjoying it thus far and uh i'm probably gonna obviously keep playing more it's uh definitely though the uh the new jury deck is definitely very overpowered and i'm expecting that it's going to probably get uh nerfed very soon so uh i did start playing league of legends again after i told myself i would never play that game ever again no. uh, why did you do this <laughs> well the answer as to why is because my girlfriend plays it with her cousins and we went to like one of their family gatherings and the cousins were like, you want to play with us? And I'm like, well, sure, I'll play. And uh, here's the thing, I don't hate League of Legends right now. I don't know why. I thought I would. <laughs> I don't hate it. Uh, there's some new modes that actually I think are a little more enjoyable. Um, ARAM, which stands for All Random, All Middle, which means there's just one lane, it goes down the middle, and everyone gets a random hero you don't choose. Uh, I've been playing a that. That's a little more fun because unlike regular League of Legends, if you choose like one kind of 
you know character to play is no one can fault you because you literally did not have a choice on who you chose um mm-hmm. there's another mode called nexus blitz which is a lot of fun so nexus blitz is it there's two lanes and then there's a jungle section so um when you're playing you typically have like two people jungling and then one person on one lane typically like the middle lane and then two people on the bottom lane and it kind of plays out like a traditional league of legends match but where it gets different is there's different like mini missions within the match so for instance it'll say oh uh you have to you have two of these creatures that are racing each other and you can either try to eliminate your opponent's uh creature or delay it so that it doesn't cross the finish line first uh, there's one where you have to like just try to do the most amount of damage to a dummy. Uh, there's just these different little mini missions mm-hmm. within the map, and they give you bonuses. Like for instance, there's one where you get a catapult that will shoot you across the map to wherever you want to go to. Um, there's one that adds like electric electricity damage to all of your attacks, like your entire team. So like there's just ways to sort of like balance it out and make it interesting. Uh, I've actually been been enjoying it quite a bit, especially when you get like some of these uh, Nexus Blitz matches where like you get some really weird buffs, and it just kind of makes the game a lot more interesting and fun. So I don't know, League of Legends still might not be for me or most people, but you know, there's some interesting modes that might be worth checking out. Uh, I that did. Makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, it's <laughs> like because that's what I was thinking. Like the other modes, actually, I mean, personally, I feel like are worth playing. The main <laughs> three-lane mode is... It's kind of a head-scratcher, that one. That's, I don't know how anybody can withstand the toxicity so much. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, if I, 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 I'm i going to honestly probably still play it, but I'm probably just going to play these extra modes and not the core mode, because, yeah, that's where people are like, how dare you choose Master Yi? Ruin my day! And it's like, okay, <laughs> calm down. Like, life will go on. Um... I've also been playing a lot of Fall Guys Ultimate Knockout, mainly because it's just so much fun. Um, I didn't expect it to be fun either. Like, I don't know. I, I saw the trailer. I'm like, oh, whatever. It's like some indie game coming out on PlayStation Plus. Uh, but mm-hmm. as I started playing it, I was like, this is actually kind of fun. Like, I've got I've been enjoying this quite a bit, actually. So, um, yeah, it's, it's fun to play with, uh, you know, with uh, the big group of people there. Um, definitely something that I would say, you know what, if you're gonna, you know, play it, you know, uh, maybe just play a couple rounds and see if you like it, but, uh, yeah, it, it also gets, like, surprisingly addictive, too, where you're just like, I kind of have to, I kind of want to win, even if it's, yeah. like, this, like, silly game mm-hmm. with these silly sort of graphics, and it's, like, nothing about it screams serious competitive game, but you get, you start feeling competitive, you're like, no, I am keeping these soccer balls on my side, like, we're winning this. <laughs> So. Those are the worst. So, the different types of games, like the, there's like a race one. There's uh, there's like uh, ones where you gotta like collect the most items and stuff like that. Any of the ones that are like team based, where it's like all the people that are the same color as you all have to like do the same thing. Like those ones drive me insane. Yeah. Because like everyone else on your team is either really terrible or <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then you get hated because no one wants to go pick up eggs. It's, but yeah, it's it's fun super addictive when you when you're just like i just need to play one more game so i can finish in the last like top five or something like that and i'll be happy (laughs) i will say like the one mode that can just fuck off and die is perfect match 
That one is I that the one where you have to like wait for the picture to show up and then you have to all stand on the uh, the same tile as the picture? Is that that one? Yeah. Yeah, fuck that one. <laughs> I agree 100%. Yeah, that one, that one sucks. Um, How many uh, players are in... Like, are all the modes roughly the same amount of players? It, it well, starts off with, like, yeah. 60 players, I think, right? Oh, wow. And then it just whittles it down through each round. So, like, every round, like, more and more people get eliminated. So I think they're all compatible with, like, cool. 60 or uh, less. Yeah. And, like, yeah, obviously, like, you start whittling it down. So, like, you start with 60, and then you get down to, like, however many are left. And then, yeah. Uh, honestly, though, it's also a game that I feel like I'm surprisingly good at. Like, I actually have gotten, like, pretty far, like, along. And I'm usually, like, you know, in, like, the top, like, 10% or so. So, it's funny because it's, like, it's not a game that I guess, like, I'm, I'm utterly surprised that I'm good at. But I'm also, like, oh, okay, well, if I'm good at it, I'll play some more, sure. Um, I also have gotten kind of mildly addicted to, like, the whole cosmetics thing, like, unlocking different cosmetics. I haven't, like, paid for anything <laughs> yet, but, like, I've definitely gotten a little hooked on, like, huh, well, I can put this guy in a bear outfit, so. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, stuff like that. Uh, it's pretty fun. The Gate Crash one is, is probably be one of my favorites, though. Just because it's, like, one of those ones where you think, this gate's gonna close, and it doesn't close, and, like, it just delays, and you're just like, ah, oh, fuck my life, I'm just, I'm stuck here, and I can't get through this gate. So, I don't know, it's, it's fun. I definitely, you know what, I'm giving this a 10 out of 10. I love Fall Guys. It's perfect. It's perfect in every way. I would play this, I would even be playing it right now if I could, but, yeah. Um, what else? Uh, been playing Halo: The Master Chief Collection. Mainly just been playing Halo Two Remastered, uh, multiplayer. But uh, nice, yeah, nice, yeah. Um, I I'm just really digging the Master Chief Collection. Halo Three is also quite a bit of fun too. Uh, I just wish they kind of like did a little bit more effort to remake it or kind of like beef up the visuals a little bit. Um, yeah, that's my only complaint with that one. But still, largely fun game. Uh. Playing some control. Uh, I guess. Oh, we also forgot to mention that there was like a the, the last expansion announced, and it was Alan Wake crossover with uh-huh. control. Wait, what? Yeah. So the AWE. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I'm. So I kind of like booted up Control again because I'm like I kind of want to play through this again. And damn. Yeah, I'm waiting for that to come out. I'll be I'll be buying the DLC at that point for sure. Control's so good. Like, if you haven't played it, I. I don't think it was my favorite game of last year, but, like, it definitely would be up there. Like, it's just so good. Um, yeah, just a fantastic game. Uh, I booted up GTA V. We were talking about GTA V, funny enough, but I'm like, you know what? I just want to, p- like, play it with some mods. So I just went a little ham with mods, and, like, I, had, I installed some realistic graphics mods. I did that for a bit. I tried, like some of the Avengers ones and, like, some of the other jokey characters you can play as. So, I don't know, just having fun with that, playing around. Um, nice. Yeah. Mass Effect, I'm still playing through the first game. Man, it's short playing through the first Mass Effect. It's just... It's a slog. It yeah. is. Um, I feel tempted to just drop it and just boot up Mass Effect 2, but I'm like, no, I'm playing through this. Um, yeah. And some of the decisions you make in it are actually pretty well done. Uh, yeah. like the Caden and Ashley choice. I'm like, man, you both suck. I kind of have to choose which one of you I hate the least. 
to yeah. save, but um, yeah, they're both kind of terrible. Uh, Mortal- I, I was actually also planning on starting the Mass Effect series, and I I was gonna skip the very first one. Would you guys recommend me playing through it? Have you ever played it? No, I've never played any of the Mass Effect. I would say you should play the first one. Yeah, just you should. The first one sets the vibe of that series so well that like it's okay. at least worth it to to understand like the the world building stuff. I think if if you start playing it and you're like, man, this is just not doing it for me, then watch some videos on like the story at least. But yeah, like mm. it, it's I think it's worth it just to get like, oh man, they they made this like universe and the music is really good and like it's it's really cool and it, yeah, okay, it's, it's just well done. <laughs> there's like All right. there's a lot of concepts and characters introduced in the first one that I think like without playing that you would get a little lost, but. Do know that it gets much better than the first game. Yeah, like, the it, second it, one is so much better than the first, but the first yeah. one is still pretty okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All but, right. And also, like the whole gist of that trilogy, where that your your choices carry over. So, like right. choices right. that you make in the first game carry over to the second, and then to the third. So, I'm I, I was considering skipping the first one, but part of me is like no, because the whole idea of this like trilogy is that. Your choices matter, so I I'm honestly mm. playing it just for to make sure that like, my choices register and that they can carry over to the sequels. But yeah, it, it's a bit of a tough right. game to play. I, it, I will say if if you're gonna play the first, I believe it was the biotic builds in the first one were like way overpowered. And yeah, I would recommend going that way and just tearing through everything because I I remember that I played the first one as like an infiltrator, which is like a sniper class, and that shit was like not that great. And then <laughs> no. I replayed it with biotics and i was like holy shit this is like a 10 times easier <laughs> so yeah uh, yeah the biotics were a little bit overpowered yeah so like okay. biotics are basically like the magic, magic users yeah. yeah and they okay, have some that like blend it like i i actually my first playthrough of mass effect was as a vanguard which is a com- combination of biotics and just straight up like soldier combat stuff and there was like a move that you could learn in that where you would basically use your biotics to just rush up to an enemy and you, if you, you had like a really powerful shotgun, you could just like one shot these enemies. So I was like a vanguard. I'm just zipping around, just shooting people in the face with my shotgun. So, but the biotic one is also a lot of fun too, because yeah, you can just send enemies like flying through the air, or like just literally yeah. like I think there's Lift one. <laughs> I always like the singularity one too, because the singularity oh, would yeah. just like yeah, yeah. blend them all into like this big ball and just kill them all. So, so anyways, Mass right. Effect. What I would. Do. <laughs> I would recommend you check it out. It, you know, it's yeah. The first one's definitely rough though. Like, if you feel like you're like, is this like game ever getting good? Like, yeah, the second one gets good, and the third one is good, but definitely there's some story beats in that that are questionable. So, mm-hmm. um, finally, I've been playing Mortal Kombat 11 again. So I was, uh, I had some friends over, and they were like, "Hey, we should play Mortal Kombat 11," and I was like, "Sure." So, were you playing the base game, or did you end up getting the uh, aftermath stuff? I still have not gotten aftermath, although definitely we were playing, and my friends were like, "How come you don't have this character and that character?" And I'm like, "That's because I don't have aftermath." <laughs> so I, I kind of feel like I have to buy it now, but I'm just waiting for it to go on sale because mm-hmm. I feel like fifty bucks is a little too expensive for it. Oh yeah, like mm. I don't know, I. I I like Mortal Kombat 11. I think the the story's great. The gameplay's amazing. 
I just, I don't know, $50 for an expansion seems a little high. And, I don't know, I'm just waiting for it to go on Fun. sale. There's, like, a few things that I'm waiting to go on sale. Like, the Final Fantasy VII remake, waiting for that to go on sale. Aftermath, if that goes on sale, I'll buy that. But, yeah, it's, uh, yeah. Still, the base game is a lot of fun. There's a lot of, uh, I was actually playing a lot of Kung Lao, oddly enough. Nice. I think, that's the guy with the hat, right? Like, the razor hat? Yeah. Yeah. He's always a favorite of mine. Um, so, I was playing a lot of him. He's so. got that teleport. Yeah, he's, he's, like, surprisingly really good. Like, I was winning yeah. quite a few matches as him. Um, and his uh, fatality where he, like, slices the person, kicks their head up into the air, and then just, like, <laughs> hovers the rotating razor hat as the head drops down. Like, yeah. perfect. So. <laughs> That's good stuff. Yeah, so. Cool. Uh, what about you, Jimmy? What are you playing? Uh, so let's see. I, I'll get the boring stuff out of the way first. Uh, <laughs> I, I played a bunch of World of Warcraft because uh, <laughs> the laptop allows me to just sit on the couch and mindlessly do daily quests. So I've been doing a lot of that where I've been just getting online, going going on my death night, and uh, doing doing my dailies in World of Warcraft like it's, like it's cool again. And uh, yeah, I unlocked <laughs> one of the... The extra races because I finally got my my reputation high enough to, to do that so that was exciting and nice. uh, <laughs> uh, yeah I don't know I did a couple of mythic dungeons and uh, yeah still having fun with it it's wow but it's like nothing nothing uh, surprising at this point wow is wow um, so there's I'm new classes in it well so so the the last expansion battle what is it battle for azeroth is what it was called um mm. they introduced these allied races um and so basically for each one of them you had to raise a certain reputation for a different uh race in uh the game a lot of them were in in the legion zones and then some of the ones that they released later were in some of the battle for azeroth zones uh, but if you raise it all to exalted you would get a mission that you'd have to complete and then you could uh complete the mission and you get access to create new characters with that um with that new allied class and they were all like variations on existing classes for the most part like okay. there's a new type of elf called the nightborn they were in one of the previous expansions but now mm. you can play as them and then there's like a human race it's like big fat humans instead of the normal humans i can't remember what they're called oh, okay Altier or something like that um but yeah like like so each each one of the the races is kind of like one that you've either seen in in previous expansions or uh they're in like one of the zones that you can uh see in the new expansion but yeah it's all like the the racials that they have are all just okay like i can't think of any of them that's like oh man i need to unlock this so i can get some really cool racial talent that's gonna make this class super broken or something like that there's nothing like that but yeah it's cool just to have some variety because if you've been playing world of warcraft for the last 15 years or so uh and and you and you've maxed out all your characters you might want to have like a, a race that you haven't tried before so yeah i'm just playing that in preparation for the next expansion to come out because i feel like i'm going to actually try to play that a little bit more nice. uh, than i did this one I do so see yeah so that um mechanomes yeah yeah mechanomes is one of the new races i think that's on the alliance side and then there's like little fox dudes that you can unlock too it's, oh, that's it's interesting yeah hmm. weird choices but hey i guess some people want to play some um <laughs> 
Yeah. So what else have I been playing? Oh, so I was on Steam and I saw there was like this ad for this game called There Is No Game. Um, oh. And it just came out. Like I, I was like, oh, cool. This looks kind of interesting. It looks kind of like a WarioWare kind of thing, but it's like not, uh, it's like a story-based thing. Like, so uh, what they did though, is it's actually a sequel to a game that they made for free a couple of years ago uh, at a game jam that was like uh, also called there is no game so i decided i was curious about it but i didn't want to buy the new one so i went and downloaded the free one and i played through that really quick it was probably like 20 minutes worth of gameplay or maybe at best okay. um, it was kind of a cool thing that that you know some people made for one of those uh game jam things where they just get together and make a game in a 24 hours or something like that oh cool uh, so yeah this one was cool like it's basically like the the game itself is talking to you and kind of taunting you and telling you not to do things. It's got a very fourth wall kind of breaking uh, structure to it, where it's like you're just messing around, clicking things on the screen and breaking shit. And and it, there's like some mild gameplay puzzle solving stuff going on. Um, so yeah, it's it's a really all it is. It's just like point and click and do a couple things to like. Uh, you know, open the open different screens in the game. I think there's like four screens or something like that, and that's mm. all there is to it. Um, but it's kind of neat, and it gave me enough of an idea of what this new one's going to be about, where I could see where they, you know, expanded that on that idea. So, you know, they have more um, like in-depth gameplay from from like other well-known games. Like, there's some definite like Zelda homages in the trailer that I watched and stuff like that. So. I, I think I will probably pick up the the new one that just came out last week uh, and give that a go now that I've uh, kind of gotten a, a feel for what they were trying to go for. So yeah, nice. uh, okay. it's cool. Is is it kind of like Stanley's Parable? Like what what kind of gameplay is it? Is it a walking simulator? Is so it it's it's two D. Um, okay. It's like two D pixel art, and like it just starts off like there's like the words "there is no game." <laughs> screen and that's all that there is to it and so you just like kind of like you mm. wait for the the narrators talking to you and you could just kind of fuck around uh and you just like click you know one of the letters enough and it falls and breaks and like oh. it's like oh what are you doing so like yeah it's 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 very oh. much like the narrator is is interacting with you and telling you to stop breaking you know the game because he doesn't want you to to keep playing it um and there's not an actual game here, so why are you bothering to do stuff? But yeah, it's it's very much got that kind of feel, uh, where it's just kind of okay. goofy, and uh, so it's all two D clicking and and you know dragging things around. At least in the uh, cool. the older one. So the new one looks like there's some more like you you move characters around and and uh, there's some like old adventure game style like screens that I saw, and some like there's like a Tetris thing going on in one of them. So yeah, it looks like they've they've expanded upon it uh, enough to where it's like kind of interesting. Yeah. So, okay. Yeah. So I've been playing that. Uh, I've also been playing a bunch of fall guys. Uh, oh I, yeah, I, man. That's the, that's, that's the kind of game that I will get addicted to pretty quick just cause I hate losing by like millimeters, you know, like, so like when you have a run and you're running and you're playing through and you have a race and, and it's like, oh, you have to be in the top 35 to get in. And you're like watching that number tick up to like 33. And then you see that there's like three more people along with you running towards the finish line at the end. And then you get like eliminated right at the last second. It's like 
fucking infuriating. Uh, so I, <laughs> I will, uh, I will immediately restart a game after that and you know play it again just because I'm like I'm so close. Even if it's like the first round. Uh, so yeah, it's it's pretty addicting. I I think I've gotten like for the most part uh, able to finish in the top ten or so uh, pretty regularly, which has been kind of nice. Okay. Um, but yeah, like some of those game modes like are just like. I don't understand how people do so well, and I'm just like, there's no, like, the ones where, like I said, it was, like, team-based things, it's just, like, you're relying so much on other people to, like, make sure you're not going to get eliminated is kind of annoying, but, uh, yeah, hmm. it's it's pretty fun. Um, nice. but I've enjoyed it a lot, and I will keep playing it. Uh, I want to unlock some more stuff because my dude's like boring uh, two-tone color scheme with lightning bolts on it is just not cutting it. I need some. I need some animal heads and stuff like that. It it gets addictive when you're like, oh well, I kind of want to like make them look cool, and it's like I it's know. so dumb because it's like, a who's gonna notice that much, and b like I don't know, does it really make much of a difference? It doesn't really. Yeah. But yeah. I guess it's all four buttons that you can press in that game. Like, <laughs> not like you're doing anything special with this stuff. Um, but yeah, I like it keep playing it i want to unlock more stuff and i know that there's some things you only unlock with crowns which you have to win to get so like yeah i don't know i do you know if like do you have to like be the only person standing at the end to get a crown or is there like you get it if you're in the top uh, handful of people let's see crowns fall guys because i I, I will ever fucking win one of these things at this rate (laughs) because it just seems like it's too much randomness uh but i've gotten close but not not close yeah, like, there's been a few times I've been, like, close to winning and just haven't. Um, uh, it says uh, to get to crowns, you neither need time, cash, or skill. So, huh. yeah. Huh. Um, it says here, some of the more rare items can only be gotten with crowns. Um, yeah, so you can either win or there are season rewards that will. Ah, uh, so you get it. them in the season pass. I see. Yeah, so that's cool. I'll eventually get some, I guess. <laughs> Man, that that watch it's another one of those like, oh yeah, you get you know experience every time you finish, but you get more if you do better. So like, you know, watching that thing slowly tick up. I will say the one the one complaint I had was like I played on day two, I think was when I first started playing, but the servers were like struggling super hard uh, just because the game was like, I think a lot bigger and more popular than they probably had planned for it to be at that point. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was getting like a lot of times where I'd finish a game or be like supposed to be finishing a game and I just get stuck waiting for the server to like time out so that I can get back to the title screen so I could restart a game. It would just like lock up at the end of when I was trying to back out to the, to the title screen. So that was a little annoying. I assume that'll get you know ironed out as the as the game's uh, servers are rolled out to like support the demand. But uh, yeah, it's it's fun. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, the last thing I've been playing is I talked about it a little bit last week is Desperados Three. Nice. Um, it's that uh, stealth turn based. It's not turn based. It's real time stealth action game. So it's like real time strategy style, like drag and drop uh, or or select a unit and move it to where you want to go and then you know you have different actions so it's like if you were playing like uh, a real rts and you were using hero characters and they had different abilities it'd be kind of like what this game is but 
so far, I've only done missions where you've had like two people, and uh, you know, it's been I suck at like micromanaging and games like that. So I'm like constantly having to switch between characters and move them, and I'm just really slow. <laughs> um, so like when you finish a mission, it shows you the path that you took, like to like complete it, so you can like see like the little uh, line of where your characters moved. Uh, and how you decide to like attack, you know, different enemies, and like the f- levels I finish, it's like an hour, like, and I'm watching this like thing, you know, move around. I'm like, I could have done this so much more efficiently if I wasn't like trash at like, you know, switching between characters and and uh, you know, managing two people. It seems like uh, I'm bad at that. So uh, it's it's a lot of fun though, like just the figuring out the puzzle of like how to, you know go around a map and eliminate all these enemies without alerting them and, uh, you know, completing your objectives. So, like, the first couple of missions, the objectives are pretty, you know, easy, and there's only, like, one thing you have to do. The, the, the more you, you go along through the game, it'll be like, all right, now you have to eliminate these four different characters, and they're all in different parts of the map. Um, but, yeah, it's, it's, it's a lot of fun. Uh, the companion characters that you get are pretty varied, like... You start off, you meet, like, this doctor character who has, like, a bag trap that can stun an enemy, and then you can take him out. And then uh, there's this other guy who's, like, this, like, woodsman dude that you can, like, uh, throw out a bear trap and then whistle, and you can draw an enemy to, like, walk right into it. And, uh, yeah, so, like, playing with the different combinations of characters has been pretty cool. Nice. Um, yeah, so I've been enjoying it a lot. I'm going to keep playing through it. I think I've played it enough now to give it a, a review score for um, you know what I've played so far. So I think I, probably like an eight out of ten for me. Nice. Um, but I'm going to keep playing it because it's you know it's a lot of fun and uh, I just am really slow, so it's going to take me a while I think to get through it. But uh, yeah, I'm enjoying it a lot. Nice. I think that is it for this week. Lucas is um, probably playing, I don't know, probably like, what's like the most embarrassing game he could play? Like (laughs) Fortnite or something? Like, yeah, he's probably playing Fortnite. All right. Yeah, that's what what Lucas has been playing. He's not on, so we can just say he's been playing Fortnite, so. Um, Cool. Uh, Well, until next time, everyone, bye for now. Bye.